It's a gospel on the radio talk show. A show about dreams and visions and a church that is indeed triumphant, alive, and well. For the church triumphant is alive and well. Hello, Tallahassee. This is the Gospel on the Radio talk show. I'm Pastor Jack King. I am your host, and I... Well, I love doing what I do on Sunday mornings and just love being with you here on 94.1 on your radio dial, the Gospel on the Radio broadcast. This is show number 1,050. Actually, it's 1,056. That's a lot of talking over a lot of years. We do have a few rules. We don't talk sports, politics, or doctrine, but we do always speak well of one another, and that seems to have worked real well over all these years. And I'm always excited when I have somebody in the studio that's been with me before. And I have a Logan George, a pastor, Logan George, <laughs> and his beautiful wife that I've just had a chance to meet. Her name is India, and uh, we'll get to know both of them. But welcome to the show. Hey, thank you, Pastor. Pastor Jack, thanks for having us back. Well, now, Brother Logan, you and I go back a few years here. Mm-hmm. When I first met you, you were the youth pastor over at uh, Christian Heritage Church, yes, and yep. uh, we did some new things together. Yeah, and uh, uh, we were just talking here on the. We were just there talking. We had a. Uh, I used to be the, the youth director of the Southeast Region of the Upper Bible Churches, right? And we and I started an event called Sunfest, and uh, Brother Logan came to that in Daytona Beach, and it was wild. Yeah, wild is an understatement. <laughs> we literally were in a room that was bouncing. That, and that, that is not an exaggeration at all. If, and, a, if, a, if a room could feel like a wave pool, I feel like that would be, was, that was, would be it right it there. It was it. And you were just a young man. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. Yeah. I think, man, looking back, I was probably 15, 16 yeah. back then. Yeah. yeah, and now you've grown up, and, uh, and you're following in the ministry. And uh-huh. I just think that's exciting. Yeah. And um, I didn't know that you were over at North Florida. Uh-huh. I, I kind of lost touch with you. I could last, last time you were on the show, I think you were just fixing to head down to Southeastern University. Yeah, yep. And you did that. Yes, sir. Yep, I did that. I went, um, man, that was probably, thinking back now, that was probably eight or nine years ago now really yeah i was when we were on the when we were driving over here we were trying to figure out when the last time this was and so yeah that was i was working i was young i you know kind of i started ministry technically like right when i graduated high school and so around that time i was had worked for about a year and a half in it and then you know i just decided hey i think it might be good for me to go and actually kind of Enhance my education a little yeah. bit. And so the call of God came early in your life. Absolutely. Yeah. Now you you are a church kid. You grew up in church. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Church is all I know. Now let me ask you this: Was there ever a time in your life that you did not know you were going to be a pastor? Um, maybe you know when I was young. Yeah. You know, there, there's always for me. There's all ministry has always been that thing that uh-huh. has just always attracted me. I understand. Me. Yeah. So you know, growing up, I, I played ball. Uh, yeah. I played football growing up, and I love that, but. Uh, I liked it. I didn't love it. I've always loved ministry. I yeah. love. I love people, and yeah. so anything. Just I just as long as I can remember, I've just always wanted to. Yeah. Just to serve people. I see. I, I identify with that so well because yeah. I'm, I'm one of those people. I really can't think of a time that I did not know I was going to be a pastor. Yeah. Now there was a process that took right. place in that. Absolutely. And God spoke to me, mm-hmm. and I questioned it because I wanted to make sure it's, it's God, not me. Yeah. Absolutely. But but you know the Lord called me at a young age, mm-hmm. and uh, of course then he. 
then he put me on the shelf for a while and sent me through the Navy and all that yep. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But God called me back into ministry, and, and, and I'm like you. I, yeah. I, I just love ministry. Yeah. I love yeah. serving. I love right. serving people. Right. And, and uh, that's just, to me, that's just a fulfillment in life. Absolutely. Like, that's like, for instance, doing an event like Sunfest. Mm-hmm. Okay. People would say to me, well, Pastor King, did you have fun? And I said, it never occurred to me to go have fun. I'm, yeah. I'm going to serve. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. Just, and I guess that is fun for me. Yeah. But if everybody else is having a good time and, and being ministered to, then then I'm happy. Yeah. And, but that's all this to me. I just love to serve. Right. And and so I, so now you brought your wife with you. I India. did. Yeah. How, how long have y'all been married now? Almost four years. Four yeah, years. Almost four years. And you knew each other in in youth group. Yes. yes. Okay. And and uh, was there always a definitely not? <laughs> wow, she, she went right there. She went, <laughs> she just stuck the dagger. <laughs> so so what happened, India? How did he win your heart? Um, that's oh, a great a, question. Yeah, um, I'm I'm interested now. This is good. Um, after we kind of both grew up, I was serving on the youth team with him and then we just became friends and Uh then Mm -hmm. I think we kind of got to really know each other I mean we always kind of knew who each other were but like we kind of just became friends and then I guess the rest is history kind of yeah but but that's the best way yeah yeah it's people become friends and then they fall in love yeah Mm -hmm. and and then there's a spiritual connection as well yeah because I've always said this as my wife and I we've been married 43 years now she was a child when I literally she was a child when I married her (laughs) but I've said this I said I would hate to be somebody who would wake up every morning next to a person I didn't like yeah Yeah. you know yeah. So I mean, yeah, she's my wife, but yeah. she's also my friend. Yeah, yeah. And, and absolutely. That's that's a beautiful relationship. Yeah, it way. is. It, it's it yeah. makes life a lot of fun for sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so. we, we have a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, life is uh, is full of adventure. Yeah, and that's one thing my my wife says about me. She sometimes she says she'll call me Action Jack. She says <laughs> it's never dull and boring when Jack King is around. <laughs> so that's a, well, that's a good thing. So. Yeah, that's a good because because see, my my wife is a. She's the Norman Rockwell. Okay. You know, the picture of the picket fence and then uh-huh. the husband that comes home every night and then he's home all night. That's She got the wrong guy. <laughs> I'm on the go most of the time. Yeah. But we've, you know, we've settled into a mode here. We, yeah. You know, we've, we've learned to appreciate one another. Yeah. And yeah. That's the way it goes. Yeah. And that's the way it is. But uh, you are also a nurse. Yes. And uh, how long has that been? Um, Almost two years, which is two years. kind of crazy it's okay. kind of flown by right so now you are an rn yes sir okay. what was it that caused you to feel a call to be a nurse um growing up i had a lot of health issues uh-huh. and um a lot of nurses kind of just made that a lot better for me and um i kind of was interested in medicine on the nursing level and i like taking care of people right um and so i kind of decided to Go to, into nursing. And now, had you had other ca- education before that? Um, no, nursing no. was kind of always okay. my goal. So, so you, you uh, so okay, I, I feel called to be a nurse. Yeah. And so what did you do then? Um, I started doing prereqs and well, actually, initially when I was um, in high school, I decided I wanted to kind of try it out. I did um, candy striping. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's wonderful. Yeah, yeah just yeah. to see, make sure that it was a good fit, and I still, you know, loved it, and it was it was good. I've always wanted to be a nurse. It was kind of a tough journey to get to RN, but I finally got there. Um, 
not as soon as I wanted, but God had a plan right, for it right. for sure. Yeah. And so you went to Tallahassee Community College, yes, and uh, met somebody that I know. Yes, <laughs> I did. We just we just found this out. I didn't know this, yeah. but my daughter was one of her teachers at, at, at TCC. <laughs> it's funny; it's yeah. a small world, you know. Yeah, oh, it is. Lots it's of office hours. Yeah, especially when you when uh, Tam and I we have a whole bunch of kids, <laughs> so they're, <laughs> they're involved in all kinds of stuff around town. But uh, uh, so now, are you are you working in the nursing field now? Yes. Okay. Right We're, now, I'm in. Family practice. So. I see. Okay. And so you feel like this is your niche. Yes, definitely yeah. my niche. And, and one of the things that, that uh, my wife and I were talking about this this morning, I had a, I had somebody on the show here at one time, I think mm-hmm. it's been several years ago, and her ministry, and actually it's a, it's a nationwide type of ministry of uh, being like a, the provider in the local church. Okay. And where you actually identify people in your church who yeah. have some medical background to help this congregation you know, yeah, you, know you, cool. you don't necessarily administer medicines and stuff like that to sure. them but like in our church uh, they, are, they got every Sunday they got questions for, for my wife yeah. especially, especially if they're a veteran oh, right yeah. and and, uh, and she just tells them what they need you don't, you don't tell them what to do but you give them direction right like that. Yeah. and I, in our church we got not only my wife but also my daughter Rachel right and so you know it's kind of like my wife is an LPN Rachel is an RN with a master's degree so it's kind of like do you need basic information or do you need to go talk to Rachel? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because she has a little bit more knowledge. But but then again, uh, my wife also works for a family doctor. Right. And so that gives you a lot of different insight. Right. right. But then right. Rachel was a traveling nurse. Right. So she has insight as well. So, right. So anyway, all this works in the ministry. Yeah. But now you, uh, Brother, Brother Logan, you are at North Florida Baptist Church. Yes. I was telling him earlier, I said he says he was raised a Assembly of God, worked in a Pentecostal Holiness Church, and now he's a Baptist. I'm going, aren't you confused? <laughs> I'm confused. I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm living. <laughs> <laughs> well, how did that, how did that happen? So, uh, you know, to, to be honest, you know, North Florida was never on our radar. Uh-huh. Um, never, you know, I, I went to school at North Florida Christian School. Oh, you school. did? Okay. Yeah, I went, yeah. I went there and I, I went all the way through first grade, all the way through 12th grade, and uh, played sports there growing up. And so I, I kind of consider North Florida my second home okay. uh, outside of our home church. And um, I was, at the time, I'd, I was about to graduate Flagler College here in town, and uh, I needed an internship. And I was actually on my way to Orlando. Uh, I have a cousin who has a church down there, and I was going to do an internship with him. And that okay. just ended up falling, falling through. And uh, somehow landed at North Florida and uh, that was six years ago and we've been there ever since. Wow. So, now, now what did you study at Flagler? So I did their marketing and, and communications program. Okay, so, yeah. so you went you to theology there. No, no, okay. no, no. They okay. uh, the Tallahassee campus has, I think, business um Communications. Yeah. Well, my they, daughter Sarah okay. got an education degree. Okay. At, uh, and she's a teacher now. So okay. At, at Flagler, yeah, it's a great is, school. Oh yeah, I it's great it. to have yeah. it here. Have a campus here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. In town, loved it. But now, so you did an intern. So you you're you're in marketing. Uh huh. And, and I guess 
at, at North Florida. Yeah, I did school marketing for and school. church. Yeah, yep. you, there's a oh, that's a big uh, yeah. There was big it kept me busy. There. Yeah, yeah, it kept yeah. me busy. So you you didn't go there necessarily to be a pastor on staff. You went there to to be an intern doing yeah, marketing. Right. Yeah. Okay. Not not at all. I yeah. was I I started off there just to fulfill an internship requirement in order to graduate college. And the uh, the head of school there was the dean of men, who was one of my mentors growing up when okay. I was a student there at the time. Okay. And uh, he afterwards and I used to. Speak speak there uh quite often i would speak in the in the weekly chapel services that they had a couple okay. of times in the semester so even so i never kind of really left you know that aspect of the ministry side of it so I, I would do the internship and then speak every once in a while and you know i was on campus all the time and uh, he approached me uh dr phillips had approached me about coming on to the staff for for the school for the following year okay. kind of overseeing some of the student activities uh, overseeing kind of like the spiritual formation of the school, and I said, Let, "Let's give it a shot." And so um, that was our, that was the year that we got engaged. And so after that, um, and we ended up getting married. And then the opportunity to be on the school staff and the church staff approached itself. Okay. And so we did that for a couple of years. Uh, about was it three years that we were church and school? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. About three years that we were church and school, and then um, recently, now we're now we're just full time church staff over at North Florida. Okay. So so, so now you, you're just with the yeah, church. Yeah, we're just with the okay. church. No longer. And, and your school. official title is a student pastor. A student pastor. Mm -hmm. Now is that more of the. Uh, College age, or so that is younger? middle school, high school. So I'm okay. still still working with teenagers. Okay, uh, still working with middle school, oh, high that's school. Exciting. <laughs> oh, always keeping you on your toes. As I you bet. Know. <laughs> I bet. Now, 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 have you done any tours with them yet? No, I haven't done any tours yet. Uh, we have, we haven't gotten there yet. You, that's that's your baptism of fire. Yeah, <laughs> put some kids on the road. Now I'm telling you, we used to do that. Yeah, and I loved it. But I always knew uh -huh. that somewhere we'd be on the road, maybe three or four days uh -huh. somewhere along the line my wife is going to have a meltdown here right <laughs> she, she doesn't ever listen to the show right. <laughs> but she's redheaded I'm telling you what. right and I knew it was coming. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> she, she'd had enough. <laughs> so, but it always kind of cleared the air. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> but the thing about it is when you put a bunch of young people on the road, mm -hmm. all of their little personalities are going to come out. Oh, oh yeah. Because they, they get inconveniency. <laughs> yeah, It gets them out of their little, little, little niche. Yeah. And then things work out. Yeah. But we had uh, one year, we took uh, a group of young people. I think we had about 26 Okay. And we traveled as far as Dayton, Ohio. Wow. In a, in a motorhome. Oh, wow. We had them all in a motorhome. Okay. And uh, after about a day of this. Uh, <laughs> it's it a lot of people in one motorhome. It's in there, you know. <laughs> but what I did, I remembered something from, from Navy boot camp. Okay. Yeah. And the boot camp, I mean, you have no privacy. Right. Else. But in your little locker in front of your bed, they give you one drawer. Okay. And it's called your B drawer. Okay. And they cannot, by rule, they, they make the rules. They say, uh -huh. we, will, we will not inspect your B, B drawer. That's okay. your private, the only private space you have on this whole camp. Okay. I remember that. 
And so I told, I went through that motorhome and I found the drawers, the cabinets, everything, <laughs> and I assigned everybody a B drawer. That's a brilliant move. Yeah, and, and it did. It, yeah, it cut the tension because a lot of the stress was over people messing with other people's stuff. Yeah, and, you, oh, know, yeah. Or you left your stuff in somebody's way or whatever. Mm-hmm. We need to remember that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, a good idea. B drawer. Yeah. Write that down. We need to write that down. <laughs> well, you know, we can always learn a new, a new I'm, thing. I'm, I'm taking that right now. That, <laughs> you can have it. You can. You can, you can think that compliments of the United States Navy. <laughs> but the thing is, is that working with young people, mm-hmm. it's a gifting. Now, yeah. you were working with young people at Christian Heritage, mm-hmm. and then you moved over here. Is that your calling, or, or do you feel like that later in life you will move into a more of a uh, senior pastor role? I think later on I'll move into a, a senior pastor role. I think that's, I, I believe that's the call that God's placed on our lives uh-huh. is, you know, but for right now, right. it just seems that, you know, we're not rushing it. We're yeah. not. Um, well, this is a season in, yeah. in your life. Yeah. yeah. And a lot yeah. of young people are going to be blessed as right. a result of it. And we, yeah. and we, and we enjoy it. You yeah. know, we, we enjoy working with teenagers oh, as, too. <laughs> as, as frustrating yeah. and as, as crazy as it can be at times. Uh, there, there's nothing better than seeing a kid come to Christ yeah. or seeing a kid um, or, or really a student uh, just the you know it, it finally clicks yeah I have to know? remember that too by calling them kids yeah yeah. kids are goats right <laughs> <laughs> so the young people they're the, yeah. the young people young people that's <laughs> yeah. a good one yeah young people but, but here's the thing Working with teenagers and stuff like that is a mm-hmm. gifting. Mm-hmm. Not everybody has that gift, right? And and it's a it's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm almost seventy years old, right? But I'll go to youth camp this summer, and those kids will love me, yeah, yeah. and I love them, yeah, and because there's there's a bond there, yeah, that that uh, that I believe is God given, yeah. I agree with that. It's just it's it's unique. I agree with and that. And I'll say this: if you love them, they'll love you back. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And here, I've been in young involved with young people for um, almost a generation, yeah. And even though the trappings seem different, they're really not different. Yeah, you know, kids that I that I had a camp in 1979. Yeah, there's really a whole, not a whole lot of difference when yeah. you get down to who they are. Yeah, and now what they do is different. I mean, there were there were no cell phones back in those sure. days, that sort of thing. But the young people are basically they're, they're saying they 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 want to be loved, they want yeah. to be accepted. Yeah, and uh, they want to know that you care about them. Absolutely, yeah. and it's amazing how yeah. when you practice that. How they'll respond? Yeah, yeah. I mean it. that's what yeah. we. I mean uh, every time we have a, a, you know, with our with our staff volunteers, I think that's literally the same three things that we preach week in and week out. Is you know, look, they just students just want to know if you just if you just want to be real with them, right? Right. You know, and and that you genuinely care, yeah. and they'll get to a place where they'll trust you, yeah, and they'll 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 let you become involved in their lives absolutely because yeah. the, 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 you, you build that bond you build that trust yeah and, absolutely uh, and that's one of the advantages of having a, a wife with you yes in, in ministry <laughs> yes because yes. a lot of times the young ladies don't always feel comfortable yeah coming to a, a male right and say, yeah. Well, if you, yeah I can go talk to Miss India yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, and I'm sure that probably happens with you yeah, yeah. Um, definitely we um small group and things we've kind of I've been able to build relationships with a lot of the kids there and I love it I mean it's something that I've always 
wanted to do. Um, So I I enjoy getting to see that and be that person when they, you know, when they're ready. I finally like break that wall and they're like, Uh hey, can we talk? And I'm like, yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Let's talk. And and she's able to bring things out of students that that I necessarily can't, you know, just because of just a maternal instinct or, or sure, whatever sure. you know just how god how god yeah. uses her you know and i would imagine that your your medical helps too because lots of they have questions about things yeah that, that you can help them with with that as well and i, th- I think that's just an added yeah. bonus yeah to yeah. it but uh, i know like in our church people have a whole lot more of a tendency to go with my wife mm-hmm to share things with her than they will me right you know? yeah and of course you know i'm i'm like i said i'm actually jack i'm on the on the go she's <laughs> she's a listener she, right she listens oh, yeah. that's her through yeah. and through yeah yeah through and through yeah because when you you're having a youth meeting so i'm like hey, man you've got so many things yeah you got to get taken care yes, of yes and and i and i'm and you know and you hate to you hate to say this but you're you're just trying to make sure everything's running right, right you know you right. want to make sure no one's doing anything they shouldn't be doing or you want to make sure you know check-ins running right you know parents are being taken <laughs> care of and you know it's, and then you got the kid coming it's like hey man go go find you know go find india you know <laughs> that's right, right she has all the answers oh, to your yeah. questions <laughs> yeah we were having a youth rally here at the church one time uh-huh. this is where we're recording right now at the, at the open bible church which and we have these Big stained glass windows, uh-huh. and uh, and I'm like I say, I'm busy doing like my best friend goes out and, and buys the boys a Nerf ball. Now, what kind of damage can you do with a oh, Nerf ball? Oh man, I can, <laughs> I, I can think about five things right off the bat. <laughs> well, let's just say the last one of those stained glass panes that we had. Oh no, <laughs> had to be oh. used for that hole. Oh no, <laughs> and I'm thinking. Uh, you didn't think well. I don't. I wouldn't have thought that a Nerf ball could break glass like that. But, oh, but it, it's it, always the unexpected will things. Find a way. They yeah. Will. <laughs> yeah, yes, they will. <laughs> See, they that's will the thing about dealing with young people. Yeah, yeah they can be very creative about, yes, about yes. their destruction. Oh man, some of the stories you're just like, I just. How did we get here? Yeah, you know, right, like, right, just, right. like I, I don't even. What know are you even, doing? Yeah, like, I don't even know how to feel right now. Yeah. But just how are we here? I had one year at youth camp. I had uh, a problem with water balloons. Now, if you want to get Pastor King upset, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm, you know me, I'm very low key, yeah. very low key. Yeah. But one thing that'll get me going, if you bring water balloons to my youth <laughs> camp, and you say, "Well, what's wrong with water balloons?" Is because people end up in a hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. somebody will throw it. And then somebody's going to start chasing. Yep. And yeah. it's the chase uh-huh. that gets them hurt. Yeah. But what happened was, it, man, I've got water balloons all over this campground. I'm going, what in the world's <laughs> going on? And so we had this one, one it was right toward dark. Okay. And these kids were, and they had hit a bunch of them right behind this big old oak tree. Okay. And I was just coming around the building, and I just caught a glimpse of it. And so I saw where they had them stashed. And I walked right past them. Uh-huh. Just walked right through the whole group of them. And it went behind that tree, and they go, wow, that's, he, he is a man of God. <laughs> and then I come out of that bag of, bag of water balloons. But what happened uh-huh. was that our regional superintendent's daughter okay. was my recreation director. Okay. She's the one who brought those balloons and she oh. armed the boys and the girl. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I found that out on the last day of camp. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. uh, the thing is, young people, they they look to 
people who will just love yeah. them, understand yeah. them, yeah. And give them some, some compassion and yeah. direction, and that'll stay with them the rest of their lives. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I've, know, got, yeah, I've got kids who are, who are in their 50s now yeah. who, who, who I see them someplace, but they'll start talking about yeah. something that happened back yeah. in camp, back those all those years yeah. later. Yeah. It's amazing to be able to have that type of it, impact in people's lives. It really is. And, you know, I mean, and, you know, I think kind of like what, what helps us and really, you know, where we, we kind of helps us guide and direct students the way that we do is, you know, we, we remember what our youth pastors did, Yeah, you yeah. know, and, and, you know, and our, our kind of our motto is, is, you know, you know, we, we want them to hear the gospel. We want the Holy Spirit to change, you know, touch their hearts and change their lives. But, you know, but I, I, I'm just a firm believer that it's the small little moments in a, mm-hmm. in a student's life that, that you know, God will use the most, you know, right. I, I maybe remember one or two messages. My youth pastor taught me half. That was probably just attention issues mm-hmm. that I had, but, <laughs> but I, I, but I remember every single time they picked me up from school, mm-hmm. you know, I remember them yeah. showing up to my games. Yeah. And sometimes know. it's something that might've been said in passing. Yeah, that, absolutely. That stay in your spirit. Yeah. 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 That, absolutely. That have that impact in your life. Yeah, Absolutely. And sometimes they'll, they'll get off and they may be in a, in the army or someplace and mm-hmm. they'll, they'll be in a, a foxhole or something and, and, and right. under stress and they'll remember something you said. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. That, that, that will help them. Yeah. During, right. During yeah. 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 So, you know, we just never know. Right. You just never know what kind of impact you have. Yeah. So now I have not met your pastor. Okay. At North Florida. I want to, mm-hmm. we're, we're negotiating trying to get him here. On okay. Because actually he just, he just got over some sickness. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to, to that. Yeah. It'd be great. But now when you became the, what in the position you are now, were you under him or was there another pastor? So I was under him. Him. Okay. Um, I started uh, working with Faez when within his first six months of him being here in Tallahassee. Okay. I understand that he he grew up in North Florida. Yes, yeah, so yeah. he grew up as well. Uh, he grew up in Tallahassee as well. Um, okay. His dad was a uh, was Mr. Ayub, um, longtime math teacher here in town, and then his mom taught at the school as well. Oh, really? really? Yep. And wow. so uh, he graduated North Florida and then left and and started working in youth ministry. Started working really? in uh, youth camps just around the around the southeast and. Okay. Ended up, I think he ended up landing at Woodlands Camp over in Cleveland, Georgia, for a while. Really, and then uh, so he did not pastor a church before he came here. No, so this is that is, right? Yep. Well, that's an unusual path. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is yeah. his first. Uh, this is his first yeah. job. He he ended up working at First Baptist in Merritt Island, Florida, for about thirteen years, and I think he kind of started in children's, went to youth, and then uh, ended up being the missions pastor there. Okay, and then uh, God called him here. Wow, and so he's been here now for four years. Well, I look forward to having him on the show. He'll yeah. Be, yeah. I've had every pastor from, from North Florida, of course, Temple Baptist. Okay. Yeah. That, that's really that's, cool. I've, I've had them all. I started yeah. with, matter of fact, probably the second or third show that I did okay. was, was Raymond Blair. Oh, wow. And, and that's he, awesome. He had retired by that time. Okay. And he actually called me from Sweetwater, Texas. Okay. And it was a tremendous interview yeah. that, that we did that I did with him because I knew Raymond. Right. We pastored in the same city together. Okay. As a matter of fact, he told me I saw him at a some type of a pastoral meeting, mm-hmm. and he was he'd already resigned. He was right in the process of resigning. Yeah. And he, he looked at me and he says, "You know, you're going to be one of the elders of the city now." Wow. <laughs> yeah. And and now I guess I am. I don't yeah. know anybody. Yeah. No, that's very yeah, true. That's you, probably been in their same pulpit yeah. as long as I have here yeah. in yeah. Tallahassee. Yeah. But I thought that was pretty neat. It, it, that is, say that. you know, yeah. and, and, and that's true. You know, we, we you know, we, we've been very fortunate to kind of be connected to a lot of pastors here in town and, and you know, and just develop relationships. But I, I think that's true. You yeah. might be the 
I don't know of anybody. One of the few, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, maybe that maybe somebody in the audience knows. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe so. But, but uh, yeah. the thing is, is that the, the church has a tremendous uh, uh, foundation. Yes. And Raymond Blair, uh, I remember on that show, he talked about it when he came to Tallahassee. And I asked mm-hmm. him, I said, well, did you just feel a calling to Tallahassee? He said, no, not particular. He, says, huh. he said, we knew we were going to go to Florida, and, and yeah. uh, this is the closest city <laughs> yeah. get other than Pensacola, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, he talked about how that when he came, he said that he would just walk, knocking on doors. He yeah. spent his days walking on doors mm-hmm. and going to visit business men. Mm-hmm. And he said his wife would take in sewing. Okay. And he had a neighbor that loved to fish. They'd bring the family. He had six children. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. they'd bring bring fish for them to eat. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how they survived wow. until he started getting the church. And, and he knew he was wow. going to have a school from yeah. the very beginning. Yeah. But but I I thought about that so many times. I said, you you walk a drive past North Florida Christian School over yeah. there and you think about all the people yeah. who have been touched yeah. because one man mm-hmm. had a dream. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, and what's even crazy is, is you know that th- there were two other schools that they started back then. Talavana Christian School was started yeah. from North Florida, and then I believe there's another one, um, or that that started. I don't, I don't well, know. The was name that Five Flags Academy? Because there was a there was a school called Five Flags Academy that was over on Laura Lee Street on the okay. south side, and I don't know whether there's a connection there. I'm or not. not sure. You yeah, maybe may so. I I'll have to go back yeah. and look, but. You know, I, I never, I never had the privilege of meeting Pastor Blair. Yeah. I know he's still living. I, yes, him yes, and Faez yes, yes. actually have a very I had his son uh, on the show not too okay. long ago. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. Yeah. And uh, uh, Rex, his name was Rex. Okay. And it turned out that Rex was the uh, Repco. You know who Repco, mm-hmm. the, the beauty Celeste. He was the direct. Uh, he was the. Uh, Rep, okay. the rep, the, the repco rep <laughs> for this district, and one of his customers was my daughter Anna at the, oh, wow. the Cabela's. Oh, wow. that's cool. And so that's how that connection happened. Okay, and that's so we cool. ended up having, having on the show, and yeah. uh, and, and that was great because yeah. we really did walk down memory lane. Yeah, with, yeah, uh, yeah. Tell me about it, talking about his dad growing up, right. growing up with his dad coming to Tallahassee and starting his church. Mm-hmm. But see, I, this show, uh, I, I say this all the time. This is a show about dreams and visions. Yeah, and a church triumph. Yeah. Alive and well. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's my theme. Yeah. And, and ever since I started this show, it's always been about the church yeah. and about dreamers. Yeah. Right. And yeah. Raymond Blair was a dreamer. He was. And, uh, Absolutely. And, and, and I remember when uh, he used to do a, a magazine called, the, I think it's called The Sword of the Lord, I think it was. And I have copies of it. At the, my, uh, I've heard of that name. Yeah. I, I've heard they, of they, they, it was. It really wasn't a magazine. It was really a church bulletin, but it was more than that. I mean, yeah. it was It was a little thing that they'd mail out right. at times. And I kept all of them that I had. And here is some of his wisdom that would just come forth with a. But he was talking about when he got ready to retire. He was there twenty nine years. Mm-hmm. He said uh, the the bringing a successor for him. He says he's kind of like you're looking for a pilot of a B one bomber. Yeah. He says you know a lot of people can fly an airplane, but not everybody can fly a B one bomber because right. the ministry was so unique because it was also the church yeah. and the school. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then you talk about not just any school, but a school that has football teams, yeah. basketball teams. Yeah. I mean, that's quite an operation. There. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very and much so, so. Not everybody has those type of skills. Right. And so when he brought in Randy Ray, uh-huh. I mean, he, he Randy Ray had a background. Yeah. 
of that type of thing. Of course, Randy was on the show with me yeah. many times here. Yeah. And so I'm looking forward to yeah. your pastor yeah. coming. Yeah, and, I pray that it, I pray that he yeah. can get here. So we'll, we'll get it together. We've been yeah. texting back and forth. Good, here. good, <laughs> good. Just, <laughs> radio audience, it'll come. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I tell people all the time uh, around Tallahassee, I said, sooner or later, I will track you down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'll get you here. <laughs> Even if you have to learn how to text. Uh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was telling them before we started the show. Is that when I first met Logan, he was over at Christian Heritage, and I kept trying to get a hold of him, and I leave voicemails, and he would not respond to me. And somebody said, "Well, he, he's young; you could have text him." And I, so I had to learn how to text <laughs> just to get a hold of this guy. You're welcome, Tallahassee. You're welcome. We're better. We're all better. There for you it. go. Yeah, <laughs> it really does work well. It does. You know? It does. I, I don't. You know, I don't know if it's because it's just right there in front of you, and you just think about it right there in the moment, yeah. or or it gets there when you're ready for it. Right. Right. Yeah. That is true. Because that is with true. me being in business, I'm not, I don't always have a phone on me. Right. 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 So one of the first things that I do when I get back to my, my vehicle is I check my phone. Yeah. And if there's text yeah. messages, then I make the decisions. Do I need to handle that right now or mm-hmm. can it wait? Right. And I can do that with a text. So, yeah. 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 And it's just, and, and, and it don't take up a lot of your time. Right. Yeah. Right. Now, I don't do the voice thing on the text. Do you? So I've, that is a big thing at work, and I, I've started to get into it. Yeah. But what I what I've what I've started to realize, I do it to my mom a lot. To be yeah. honest, like just to get on the <laughs> right. I'll do that a lot. But it works. But what what is funny is when you when you think you're audio recording and you're not, and then it sends it the, your audio message as a regular text, and then they're like, "Hey, what are you talking <laughs> right, about?" Right. I don't even know what I'm well, talking about. You can about. imagine you get this old Kentucky boy doing something like that. <laughs> you're gonna be chasing possums and all kinds of stuff. That's like, the yeah. next. Step. Yeah, that's yeah, the next yeah. step. No, I, I think I'm going to stay away from that. That's too dangerous. That's a little too dangerous. Because even people who sometimes send me those texts mm. with a voicemail, some of them don't make sense. Yeah. Because of the the text the interprets what you said. Right. 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 <laughs> and, uh, right. right. It don't always come out that way. You're so. right. Yeah, no, that's you're true. Absolutely right. Yeah. There's been some texts. I'm like, whoa. Okay. <laughs> now, India, I want to I want to go back in your life a little bit. Okay. Now, did you grow up in church? I did. Did you? So now, you've always been a believer. Or did, I mean, yeah, pretty much. Um, I grew up, I kind of am like Logan. I just kind of was born and raised in church. Um, I was born in three weeks later in church. So Uh um, I started out in Church of Christ um, and then we eventually went to um, Christian Heritage after that. Um, And that's really where I gave my life to Christ. I kind of... um, back in youth so um but i've always been in church it's just it wasn't i i love youth ministry so much because that's really where i feel like i really encountered god and i really my life really truly changed it wasn't just a routine it wasn't you know something that i just did mm-hmm. you know i really understood why i was doing what i was doing and so that's why i'm really passionate about youth ministry because it really did change my life forever now who were some of your youth pastors at christian heritage um same as logan's uh marshall oaks, marshall and, oaks uh, which i have not met okay uh, he, he's he's a very busy man too but yes i'll track him down yeah you need to <laughs> yeah <laughs> and <his> address. <laughs> <laughs> And who are some of the others? Um, and um, t- 
Todd, Pastor Todd, uh, Todd PT. Jackson, yeah. 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 <laughs> so. So now you don't go, you don't remember uh, Steve Branch, any of those guys? No. The, yeah, and, no, uh, that was a, probably a little yeah. bit before. And I believe, and don't quote me, uh, Preston Scott was a youth pastor there. One he time. was. Yeah, yeah he yeah, was. He yeah. was there. Preston had kind of moved on, yeah. I think, by the time we had come up. Yeah, in, in I don't think I ever met him. Well, we met, well, we met, well, we, we went to church with them over at Marshall's Church, which is Red Hills. Oh, that's right. right. So, yeah. and that's where, yeah, that's where they're yeah, at now. Yeah. And that's back years ago when I first yeah. came to Tallahassee. Uh-huh. Yeah. And of course, Steve Branch and I became, we're still friends. Okay. I had him speak at my men's conference about three years ago. That's awesome. He used to come do camp for me all the time. Okay. So cool. he, he he later became the uh, the district, uh, regional, whatever they call it, because all of us, Sunshine District. Okay. And he was the youth director for that, and Got I was it. the youth director for Open Bible. Okay. Okay. And so we'd, we'd share information. Yeah. Uh, he, he knows of a, a camp to use. I, you know, pass right. on information. Right. We just got right. to be real good friends. Yeah. Yeah. And he was just a good guy. And I know yeah. he, he, he would have had to have an influence in your life if, yeah. if you'd have known him. Yeah. Right. But uh, I've heard of him before, but never have had the privilege of, yeah. of meeting him yet. Yeah. Hilarious. Okay. <laughs> very, very funny. Funny man. <laughs> good guy. Good. But the thing is, is that, um, Ministry such as you have had in your life has had influence in your life mm-hmm. has probably directed you in a lot of the things that you're doing. I don't work with right. you, but because you being a nurse, you you're a person who has compassion for people, right? Yeah, because you don't you don't unless you you got in it for the wrong reason. But most nurses they have the compassion. Yeah, you, know, you were talking about uh, young people and uh, their influence and things like that. My daughter, who you know, right? Yes. When she was a little girl, mm-hmm. she was always had a little plastic thing, and she's giving me shots. Yeah, she had a little. <laughs> I, I should have known where this was going. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but well, you talk about you were two or three weeks. She literally was in church in three days. Yeah, she was born on a Sunday. We had her in church on Wednesday. Oh wow. Wednesday Bible study. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the thing about it is that when you're pastor yeah you you're gonna be there and the people expect your family to be yeah there right they that's do. true yeah. Yeah. they do yeah. <laughs> yeah and i did not even realize until later and my kids began to share some things with me you know you know a pastor and his children they, they live in a fishbowl yeah mm-hmm. and uh, but i didn't see it but they've shared that with me this it's not as easy as one might think yeah to, yeah because people have certain expectations of the preacher's kids right and uh and of course sometimes uh you know, preachers' kids fail. They yeah. they don't do well in life. Yeah, and, right. Yeah. And uh, I had a lady in my church. She says it's because they run around with the deacons. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but, you know. But and I, and I said this before. We, we, yeah. God has blessed Tammy and I. Our children yeah. are all they're doing great life and that sort of thing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, this is the gospel on the radio talk show. I get to have such a good time with my guests. Sometimes I forget to tell you that, and time just goes right on by. But if you listen to this show, and of course we've been here now about two or three months here on 94.1. I was on 97.9 for many years. But one thing I let you know about Pastor Jack King is I love Southern gospel music. And uh, every time I hear that song, I always think about the uh, expressions, how do you create a diamond 
I said, you take a lump of coal mm-hmm. and you put it in the core of the earth and over a process of time and pressure, mm-hmm. you'll create a diamond. Yeah. Yeah. And in this song, she's talking about the potter knows the clay. Yeah. And he says, talks about the time. It takes yeah. time. It takes patience to yeah. mold. And that's what God is doing in all of our lives. He's, yeah. he's creating on his potter's wheel. Yeah. Right. It's, 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 a, it's a beautiful thing. As I said, this is the Gospel on the Radio Talk Show. I'm Pastor Jack King. I am your host. And, uh, well, I love being with you on these Sunday mornings. Hope you'll join us every Sunday morning. And also, uh, Monday through Friday, I do a daily broadcast. It's called the Gospel on the Radio Broadcast. It's a daily teaching of the Word of God. And it's at 11 o'clock. I think it'll be a blessing to you. And then for those of you who are also Southern gospel music lovers, Saturday night, 7 o'clock, we crank it up. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I remember when um, the first Saturday night mm-hmm. that we, we were going to start it. Mm-hmm. The show had already been done. And I'm driving down Capitol Circle waiting for the show to come on, listening to 94.1 to beautiful contemporary Christian music. And I said, yep. I'm fixing to disturb the peace. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's good to yeah, go it's back. It's good to mix know? it up we a crank, little bit. We crank it up. Anyway, that's 7 o'clock here on 94.1. If you like Southern Gospel music, we got it. And we play it. <laughs> and, so, and also, I'm the pastor of Freedom Road Christian Ministry. We're located at 720 Capital Circle Northeast in a storefront there. Crescent Park Plaza. We're between Easterwood Drive and Park Avenue. If you're heading toward uh, down Capitol Circle toward Park Avenue, look for our sign that we put out there on Sunday morning, 1105. We'd love to have you come and worship with us. And of course, um, the service times at uh, North Florida Baptist Church is what? Uh, 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Yep, 10 a.m. Yeah. on Sunday mornings. Yeah, see, I still want to call it Temple Baptist. Yeah, right? you know, it's <laughs> you know, it, it's weird. Everyone's like, what's North Florida Baptist? Yeah. We're like, Temple Baptist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Brother Ray explained that to me. He says because of the association with the North Florida School, he yes. said it should be the same. Yes. Yeah. They changed yes. it under his, t- his time yes. there. But, but when Brother Blair was there, it was Temple Baptist. It was. And, yep, uh, it was Temple so, Baptist. Yeah. And, uh, of course, it's a beautiful piece of property there. It is. And, uh, um, the, it's just amazing mm-hmm. that uh, with the, the football, the basketball, and that, yeah. that sort of thing. How'd they do in football this year? We actually did well. The yeah. The team went into the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, didn't end the season the way we wanted, but, you know, we have a young team, and yeah. we have a new yeah. head coach, and... Uh-huh. Uh, you know, it, it, one of the really cool things I think that's unique about our ministry is, is that all of our coaches, all of our teachers, everyone that has an influential leadership spot, they're all Christ followers. Yeah. And so, that, you know, co- coaching or, or teaching is second to them. Their, their first, their first role is discipling. There you go. And so yeah. it's a very unique opportunity uh, for, for anyone that, that would love to ever work in that type of environment. But you're, you're, this school has put out athletes yes. that played for Florida yeah. State. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you got some it's big am- names. Yeah, it's, right. it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, growing up as an as a former athlete there, people don't realize, you know, the, the middle school, high school is only a couple hundred students. Yeah. They're the... They're the fourth winningest state uh, football program in the state. That's amazing. The fourth winningest. Wow. It it was, you know, I was actually having this conversation uh, today with with one of our staff members. You know, it it was never abnormal for us in high school to be walking around and you see your Nick Sabans, you see your... Jimbo oh really? Fishers. Come, oh, yeah. come and check yeah, it out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> See your Jimbo Fishers, or you know, just just high profile coaches. Yeah. God has really used used the school to be able to. For, he's just been and, able to and use you've the got some that way. state championships. Yeah, yeah, we 
have some state yeah. championships. Yeah, it's it's pretty, so. pretty amazing. But it is. But again, it goes back to the dream of, of a man named Raymond Blair. Absolutely. That, that, uh, I mean, he saw in his mind's eye, he saw all of this. Yeah. And that's what I tell people all the time. I says, follow your dreams. Yeah. And a lot of times, some of these type of people, India. Yeah. I'll make friends with people who work at the convenience store. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when my kids were little, we'd be someplace. They say, Daddy, tell your new friend bye. <laughs> But but you get talking to people and you draw out of them their, right. their, their, their dream and they're working in a convenience store right now but that's not their calling in life yeah and I tell them I said look you follow your dream yeah don't let anybody talk you out of it don't let anybody ridicule you follow your dream yeah that's good. because life is too short yeah. as it is right and uh, and people ask me a lot of times they say well how do you how do you launch a dream mm. I said well you put one foot in front of the other yeah. And you just go. Yeah. yeah. God will show you. He'll he'll if it's wrong, he'll he'll show you. Yeah. He'll, yeah. Him whom he loveth, scripture says he'll chase him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he he knows how to do this. Yeah. And and yeah. he put the desire in your heart. Absolutely. You yeah. know, yeah. He, he's the one that put that there in the first place. Sure. Yeah. I mean if you love young people. God yeah. put that in your heart. Absolutely. Right. If you love nursing, God put that in your heart. Yeah. That's, those are gifts from God. Yes. And just give them back to him. Say, yeah. Lord, I'll do whatever you call me to do. Yeah. You know, and and, and, that, and that's encouraging to me. And that's kind of been a, a constant conversation, you know, within within our ministry. We've been actually walking through the life of Abraham mm-hmm. and, and looking at really when God called him from when he was Abram. Right. You know, and, and just and just and just looking at that and kind of really just peeling back the layers of of his story and his journey. And, you know, Abram had no business, you know, being called by God. You know, it, it makes no. He was just a man. He was just a man. Yeah. And he just he was just yeah. living life. And yeah. and God called him. And, and he had no idea what to if do. If I had a book to give you, I'd give you one. I wrote a book. Okay. It's called Dreams and Visions and Stories yeah. of Faith. And my yeah. forward, mm-hmm. the prologue, is the life of Abraham. That's cool. Oh, wow. And one of the things that I say, Abraham was not the father of faith when he crossed the Heron River. No. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and he made a lot of mistakes. Yeah. And uh, one of the things, when I was in Bible college, yeah. the professor told us, he said that whenever God calls you to do things, yeah. and, and, he, and God has spoke to your heart to follow a dream, he says, the first thing that God's going to do, he's going to send you a famine. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's what happened. That's good, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, Abram's exactly there, and also here comes a famine. Yeah. yeah. And instead yeah. of following God, God said, go here to Canaan. Yeah. He goes down to Egypt. Mm-hmm. All that time down there, yeah. of course, you know, he told you, said to my wife, it's my sister, yeah. and all that kind yeah. of stuff. God protected him, but he never spoke to him because mm. he was out of the will of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he went back to the same altar, the same altar that God had spoke to him once, yep. God spoke to him again and renewed the dream. Yeah. yeah. See, That's good. He's all about dreams, yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. yeah. And, and, he uh, is. Uh, and another thing that I write in my book, yeah. I talk about being faithful to your dream. Mm. Because I talk about I, when I was young, mm-hmm. I just had this dream of this beautiful redheaded wife. Yeah. yeah. And so as a young man, I said, I got to be faithful to her. I never met her. Yeah. Right. I, didn't, I, mean, I didn't meet her two years later, but yeah. I said, that's a dream in my heart. You got to be faithful to your dream. If God right. put that into her, there'd be a lot of distractions. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but you got to be faithful to it. Absolutely. If, if it's been birthed in your heart. Absolutely. Aren't you glad? That we're servants of God. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can't imagine my life without being a believer. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. 
Same. That, that to me, that's a, that's a sad situation mm-hmm. when people just don't know. Yeah. yeah. They just don't know. Yeah. But, hey, yeah. we're here to tell them. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Brother Logan. Yes, sir. You tell them. Tell them, tell them about faith. Tell them about serving the Lord. Man, um, you know, I, I would first say, you know, if there's anybody listening today that has questions God, God knows the answers. Yeah. You know, I think one, one of the things that I, you know, I, that I've learned and, and I'm young, um, that, that I've learned in, in walking with Jesus is, is that he, he guides me. Mm-hmm. He directs me. You know, my, my responsibility is, is just to be a steward of, of what he's called me to do. But also, uh, you know, I don't have to be perfect. You know, I, I think that's part Aren't of. Are we glad of that? Yes, <laughs> I, you know, I think if that, if looking back, you know, and this is a conversation that we have at home all the time is, you know, growing up, I think when people look at God, they they have to have they have to be they have to feel like they have to be clean, mm-hmm. they have to have all the right answers, they have to have their life together, and that that's not what the word says at no, all. God, no. he, he just he just wants you for who you are. You right. know, he, he desires you, the, he desires you, the Bible says, come just as you are. And he's there. And so, you know, all he asks of us is just to be open and, to, and to, and to accept his spirit. That little bit of light. Yeah. We're talking about Abram. Uh huh. When, when Abram, I mean, he was a man living, of course, now his father, Terah, uh-huh. had, 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 had an experience too. And they left Ur yeah. of Chaldees and moved up to, to, a, by the Heron River. Yeah. But, they were living in a society full of darkness mm-hmm. and worshipers of the sun, the moon, the stars. Yeah. yeah. But they received their little glimpse mm-hmm. and they responded to the glimpse and they, and, and God began to enlarge that. Yeah. yeah. See, yeah. that's, that's the thing about somebody out there listening here today and, and you're, you're living in a world, you, you've got stuff going on in your life, yeah. but yet there's something tugging at your heart. Yeah. yeah. Respond to that. Yeah. Just, just, just to God. I don't know who you are. Maybe that's your case. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But God, if you're real, just begin to speak to me. Yeah, you'll be amazed. Yeah, <laughs> and He will. Yeah, you know, and He and, oh, and yeah. He will. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've all known people who lived, lived horrible lives. Yeah, yeah. And then God turned them around. Yeah, or you know, and what's amazing is is finding people that have been in church for years and years and years and never and never really Isn't that amazing knew the lord yeah. and then yeah. but just like you said something you know they they knew something was missing something was tugging and they finally uh, whether they got over themselves or they just finally just ran out of answers i, I don't know but they they finally just said there's nobody else that can answer the problem. There's no one else I can turn to. No, it's the Holy Spirit. And the Holy yeah. Spirit, yeah. yeah. The Holy Spirit doing that wonderful work yeah. that the Holy Spirit does. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I, I'm, uh, you know, I, I, we've talked about this the other night with somebody. I said, well, I didn't grow up in, in, a, in a what we call a spirit-filled church. Yeah. But God, at the Cincinnati Bible Seminary, something happened that mm-hmm. changed my life, and, I, and it put me on a journey. Yeah, yeah. And it's been a it's been an amazing ride. Yeah, but the Lord has has said to me repeatedly, He wanted me to know about the Comforter. Mm. He wanted as John in his Gospel refers to the Holy Spirit as the Comforter. Yeah, yeah. God wanted me to know about the Comforter. That's good. And uh, I fought him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I know all about God. I, I grew up in church. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> but, but do you know my Holy Spirit? Yeah, and That's the good. sweetness of the presence of the Holy Spirit yeah. as He as He works and ministers in, in the life mm-hmm. of a person who's outside of faith. Yeah, He will He will draw them into Himself. Yeah, and my goodness, you know, there's we live in a world of uh, trouble. 
Yeah. You know, in this world, you should have tribulation. Mm-hmm. Tribulation is just trouble. Yeah. A lot of trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I'm sure there's people listening to us right now. Some of them are sick and yeah. they're going through relationship problems and problems mm-hmm. with your kids. Yeah. And God can fix all that. He can. Absolutely. Yeah. He can. Yeah. He can. So now you are, is it three years you're married? Almost, almost four. four. Almost yeah, four. Almost four. Almost yeah, four. four in March. Four in March. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, we we mentioned this earlier, and I said, uh, "Did he? How did he steal your heart? You y'all both kind of sniggered." <laughs> right. So let, let's hear the other side. Oh of this man, okay. this is good. This is good. You know, um, I I think what stood out to me the most was just she was just genuine uh-huh. um she was genuine you know we we started off as best friends and so she she was the first person that didn't have a problem telling me how she felt there you go and i like that <laughs> Did you straighten you know? out? Did you? <laughs> i guess so i guess that's how this started i don't you know, know. And, and listen i'm a handful i'll admit uh-huh. it and so i i need that right. um you know be, i it just it worked for me yeah well, I, I tell you what, uh, is friendship is you got to be honest with one another. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, um, my wife is that way. She yeah. don't she don't cut me no slack. <laughs> oh, same here, same. <laughs> you know? And one of the things that she won't do, she will not comment on my sermons. Mm. She told me she says it's not my job to prop you up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's yeah. tough. Now I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing about it is that when 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 it comes to needing a champion. Yeah, she's my champion. Yeah, and uh, um, amen. Because the one thing you, you probably already learned this: being a pastor's wife or a youth pastor's wife is not necessarily the easiest job in the world. And yeah. I think a lot of times it's harder on the wives than uh, yeah. it is upon the the pastor himself. Yeah, I what, do you, agree. what do you think? Am I am I on to something here? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> it can be tough. Yeah. Well, the thing about it is that you're you're wanting to defend him. And a lot of times he's just it's just rolling off him. Yeah, <laughs> because we we get that way. Yeah, yeah. we do. And it's kind of after a while you just you, you, it doesn't affect you anymore. But yeah. it, but it affects the wife. Yeah, and, yeah. And such you know. Yeah. Uh, because the thing is, when when I was in, in Bible college, mm-hmm. as for my thesis to graduate. Okay. Okay. We had to read the book uh, Spurgeon's lectures to his students. Okay. Okay. Chapter 20 is called The Blind Eye and the Deaf Ear. Mm. And what it teaches is that when you're in that type of role, sometimes you hear things, but you don't hear things. You you see them, but you don't see them. Absolutely. Some things you just have to learn to ignore. Now, I'm not talking yeah. about just blatant sin. I mean, sure. we have to deal with some things, but some things you just let it roll off like the water off a duck's back. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. You're but absolutely right. That's hard for the wife. Yeah. To, to do that because you want to, you want to, yeah. Yeah. No, no and, it, and it's true. You know, and I feel like probably, you know, the, the most difficult thing is just learning the balance of availability. Yes. You know, learning, learning the balance. And, and I think for us, the, the biggest thing and the biggest challenge that we're continually facing is, you know, work, uh, work family life balance. Time. Yeah. yeah. Time. Imagine you know, time. Make, making yeah. sure, you know, cause you want to be available yeah. to people. Yeah. And as later as children begin to come into your, your marriage. Right. That, then that's even more demanding. Yes. Of, right. Of your time. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. And, and you want to be available. You want to make sure that you're shepherding yeah. and discipling well. And building community. Yeah. And, and building community yeah. and doing all that. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, we're also called to be husbands and wives right. first. Right. Yeah. Cause you know. why does it, how does it uh, prosper? You don't gain the world of your lose your own family absolutely right. yeah yeah but i'm gonna give you a tip though 
Oh, this, this, this is when, when you you got the little ones running around and you're trying to get up on Sunday morning and it's chaos. Mm-hmm. And the time you get to the church, you're a mess. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've been down that road. Yeah, <laughs> I did something that changed all of that. Okay, I told my wife. I said, from now on, Saturday night is inspection night. <laughs> I like that. That's these children, example. these children will pick out what they're going to wear on Saturday night. It'll be laid out on the bed, and they will not change on Sunday morning. <laughs> uh, they will wear what they put down there, and I'm going to inspect it. And that's I started good. doing that. I like that. It it eliminated chaos. Okay. Because I feel what, like we need this now. Yeah, I was going to say that's a good rule to start implementing now with no kids. <laughs> but the thing is, it's it's just sometimes you just have to just find order in life, right? Know, in order yeah. to be able to. And when like we have four, we raised four children. We have five that we, because we have a spiritual daughter. We raised four little ones, and they were all like two years apart. And getting up on a Sunday morning, and they're all, oh, "What are we going to wear? I don't want to wear that." <laughs> we just cut that right out the quick. No B drawer there. No. <laughs> no, no. But it's amazing how it changed. Yeah. It changed. We yeah. Drive to church nice and peaceful. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. nice. Well, the thing is, is that uh, whenever you can find peace, yeah, yeah, we, we strive for that. Yeah. Right. In, yeah. in order to be able to, to be in a, a state when you get to church. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that you can actually stand before the people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Without having to repent. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, man, you started to go through, what did I say this morning? Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. No, I tell you what, I've, I've enjoyed having you on the show so much. This Thank has you been, for this having is, us. This has been fun. It's been nice to meet you, India. Thank we you get for to having each me. Other. <laughs> Hope we get to know you a little better as time goes on. And I'm hoping that we'll get to do some ministry together. So, yeah, absolutely. I know you're involved with some of my son and, and the FCA and yeah. things like that. Yeah. But, uh, we'll have to get, as we say, reacquainted. Absolutely. And, uh, absolutely. And, and, uh, but anyway, uh, it's, just, it's just been a pleasure to have you. Well, and I'm just you. praying that God will just continue to, to bless your ministry and, and grow thank in His you. grace. And that yeah. God will just have His anointing resting upon you. And that as you go and you minister to people in your nursing, the Lord will just use you to be a blessing to people and to to families. We always close the broadcast out with prayer. Father God, I thank you, Lord, for these young people and and their call. God, how you spoke to them. You've called them into ministry, Father God. And Lord, I just pray that you would just bless their family, bless their ministry, Father. Let your spirit rest upon them. And Lord God, we just pray over this radio audience, Father, people who are listening, I pray that God, if if you're speaking, that Lord God, the people would respond to the message of the gospel. Father, we pray for our country, we pray for your kingdom, and Father, we pray for peace around the world. We pray for peace in the city of Jerusalem and the nation of Israel. These things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you. Thank you for coming. Thank Until you. next Sunday morning, may the Lord bless you.